Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Hi, this is Kristen. And this is Jen from My Mom So Hard. And we're here to talk about By Heart. Do you remember when you were nursing and you were like, I want to give the best thing I can to my baby? Well, we've got that for you. It's called By Heart, and it is a infant nutrition company built from the ground up to deliver real innovation on behalf of babies and parents. Curious about By Heart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com slash podcast with code MOMS20 for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. Tell them my mom so hard sent you. This episode is brought to you by Undeniably Dairy. Did you know some cows might be snacking on seaweed? Dairy farmers are researching potential nutritional changes to their cow's diet to help reduce methane emissions. Additional research and innovation are helping them save water and spend less energy on every glass of milk. To learn more about what dairy farmers are doing to make their farms more sustainable, visit usdairy.com. Are you ready? I'm ready. This is Skim with Scott and Kim Johnson. Hey, hey. Hi. This music's pretty cool. Look at it. Oh, yeah. Honey, we're up in the club. We're all up in the club. Get get it. Get, come get some. <laughs> in the club. Is that how the kids say it? Is that what the kids do? That's how the kids are saying it these days. Come get some. Come get some in the club. <laughs> uh, hey, everybody. We're calling it Skim because I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't exactly... For now, know, it's someone's fine. asking us to chug milk. I said what? anything but milk. Well, because they call it skim, we got to uh, chug yeah, milk? Yeah. Oh. I don't like skim milk, sorry. I don't either. It's blue water. <laughs> Nobody likes skim milk. Skim milk is uh, for people who don't actually drink milk. If yeah. you don't drink milk, drink skim milk because it's not actually milk. It's blue water. It's like the stuff uh, Aunt Veru put into Luke's cup in the Star Wars. Some people would say that about almond milk, though. Almond milk it's is not real milk. You ever seen an all? You ever seen anyone on milk an almond? Have you, you ever, ever milked that? an almond? Yeah, no. they got tiny little teats. <laughs> I little don't think chicken have nuggets either, but <laughs> bitty teats. <laughs> uh, well, everybody, you're wondering what the hell this is. I can tell you, it's uh, Scott and Kim. We make a show now, uh, or we're thinking about it, and today's a little bit of a test. It's like episode zero zero. It's not really the final format. Uh, this isn't our final form. This is more like a uh, an attempt to see what the crap it might be if it is anything at all, and I think it will be because. Um, all right, let's look at the history of it uh, of of this. Okay, I Scott Johnson and Kim Johnson over there, <laughs> Kim Scott Johnson, <laughs> to whom I am legally betrothed. Does anyone say that anymore? That's that's an old way of saying. Uh, I think that's pretty old. How old are you? I'm not a thousand. <laughs> then you probably um, shouldn't say that. <laughs> you don't want to be. My betrothed. betrothed, yeah. My dad used to always call you my bride, so yes. he'd say he was big on that. He loved it. He'd go, um, 
uh, you know, like whatever it was. Yeah, uh, hey, Scott, you and your bride come on over here and have some dinner. Yeah, you and your bride, bring your bride. Ask to bring your bride and come over and have dinner. And he would say this like ten years into our marriage. I guess we weren't that quite quite that many. Years. Well, let's see. Well, he died in two thousand. How many years were we into it by then? Wow, uh, eight. Only eight when he died. That's Cause, weird. Because yeah, we were we were married in ninety two, so eight years. Yeah, and he's he died in two thousand. That's super weird. I never thought of it that way. Seems like he was here longer for that, but. Anyway, that's what he'd say. Bring your bride with you, uh, or he'd say, "Hey, uh, I need some help with the truck. Don't, uh, but it's okay. Once you bring the bring your bride." Yeah. And I. It was I'd, really cute. Yeah, it was cute. It was like a old man thing that no one ever said anymore. And he wasn't See, even, even that he old. Didn't say, but my, you're betrothed. No, he never did. <laughs> he never did. It's not the early 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> right, Victorian England, where everyone's talking about their betrothed. But yeah, so Kim and I we've been married for a long time, and and. Um, Weird bit is that uh, despite all my, you know, podcastery over the years and all this radio and stream business, uh, we never Pod- done anything. Podcastery? Yeah, I like sometimes that. I call it that. But we, uh, Frog Pantry as well. We heard that. <laughs> Lots of Frog Pantry. Um, in that time, we've never, we raised three ch- children, but we never did a show together. <laughs> Partly because you were busy raising a the three children <laughs> while I was busy podcastering. Podcastrating myself. Anyway, oh, wow. that doesn't work, does it? That's nasty. Nobody <laughs> wants that. Stop. Nobody wants that at the end of the week. Anyway, so um, then she the guest starred on uh, TMS like what two weeks ago uh, when Brian was out of town, and we fe- we figured out that we're actually pretty good at doing this together, and it was kind of a weird revelation because I didn't expect it. Um, I mean, I knew it'd be fine. I knew it'd be fun. But I didn't know it would just be so natural and easy. Yeah, it was really easy. It was a lot of fun. What did you think it was going to be, though, before we got into it? Did you think, oh, freak, I got to sleep next to him. I got to eat by him. <laughs> now I have to podcast with him. What? <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, thought it was great. Was that a sound? Did you hear that? Did you hear a boom? Did, I did hear that. What was that? Was, was that, that me? Did you toll the bells there? I don't know what happened. I, I, Nothing should have gone off. It's it's not it's 5.05. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These lights go. This lights may go off, by the way, because I, I still have them pre-daylight uh, savings scheduled to turn off. And so if they do, we just so have if we to. Go in, if we go dark, if we get dark, <laughs> If we go dark, then that um, that means the hanky and the panky is beginning, everybody. That's what that means. <laughs> hubba hubba. No, it means we just have to tell uh, the A word over here to turn the lights back on. So it's fine. Uh, and I'll fix that later. All but that right. just reminded me I of like it. it. Anyway, the point is, uh, after our little experiment, she was super... I was super, bitten by the bug. It was pretty fun. It was fun, right? And it you even said, you said, oh, we should do that more often. That was way fun. And and then we got this feedback. People are like, oh, my gosh, you guys <laughs> are so fun together. You should totally do a show. Why aren't you doing a show? And I said, well, maybe we should do one. So while we were at BlizzCon, you went. Uh, we went together. We went together. We were on the plane on the way there. And I was kind of bugging you like... When do I get to be on again? Yeah, you were bugging me. Yeah. Not me bugging you. I mean, not bugging in the irritating <laughs> No, no, way. no. Just like, I really I really had a good time, and I, I thought the feedback was really fun to hear what people thought. Yeah. So we so. thought, well, uh, we could do this. We could make a little thing. And and so I said, well, let's talk about schedule, because that's my one of my biggest problems is I'm kind of full, like across the board yeah. pretty much, but I burped. I burped. Uh <laughs> But, but we can make time. We can make time for this. We can make time. Create time. Right. I like that. The the block of 5 to 6 p.m. Mountain Time <laughs> on, on Thursdays, Thursdays was not taken up yet. No. That's the only difference. 
Even though Thursday nights is when like all the kids are over for dinner. Yeah. It's family dinner night, Thursday nights. There's I like, highly recommend if you don't do that yet with your married kids. Super fun. Well, I don't know how many people. How many? Okay, chat know. room, what do you got out there? You got any married kids or has everybody got a little toddlers? Or if you're or... one of the married kids, go to your parents' house and have dinner once a week. It's super fun. Honey, some of these people raise like cats and stuff. Like they're not even in there yet. They're not going for well, it. Well, if yet. they're here, they have family. Do they? Well, oh yeah, because well, everyone's that, born. Sure. Exactly. No, I get that. We've all... <laughs> I think you can all ex- experience family dinner night. And if you don't have that, come on over. It's family dinner night. <laughs> Do you ever wonder... I don't know if this is there's any science to back this up, and I didn't look it up before the show, so this is just purely me saying this now. But do you ever wonder if those who are birthed like the normal way, like out the chute... Birthed the normal way? You what know. Did, what, did they just arrive on... You know, you know. vaginally. The, uh, when okay. you're birthed that way. okay. Or there's those who came out of the C-section business where they cut you open and pull you out. Okay, still still coming from the same place. Well, no, 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 I know. But the travel, the path is different. Okay. And so so my thinking is, I've always had this feeling, those that go out the chute normally have a very um, scary experience going out. Like, it's kind of tight and closed in and and, and claustrophobic and you might be going the wrong direction and sometimes I got to turn you in. It just seems traumatic and you come out, your head's like in a cone shape because it, your skull's not fully hardened yet. So it turned all, you know, mush and, and you come out looking like a freaking alien or they just go zip, open up mom's gut, flop her intestines to the side and lift you out like the freaking Lion King and <laughs> rinse you off, put you on a heater and you're done. I wonder if those people are more chill and have you know found their chill in life and just don't don't get bothered by nothing and then those of us who had to come through the tunnel of love are just messed up what do you think of that wow first of all i'm gonna say neither are normal or not normal well i don't mean i don't mean i know i'm just saying i just don't want anybody to feel like wait a minute i missed out i need to do that again like (laughs) i don't you know it's not normal or not normal it's just vaginally or c-section yeah uh, it's very clinical second, of you, by the way. Yeah. It's very clinical. <laughs> Thank you. I like that. I like that a lot. Secondly, yeah. I can't believe you called it the love tunnel. <laughs> because, man, wow. Okay. Because well, I, mean, I don't feel that way whenever I was having children anymore. I was like, okay. No. All right. No, but it's uh, but in but in time of conception. True. Oh, true, true, true. yeah. But, okay. So, here's the, here's the, the deal. I... Uh, I'm. I would like feedback in that regard. In fact, you can actually even call in the show if you think I'm wrong, or if you have anything else to say today. Um, we're literally going to take your calls on the show. I know this seems like a weird idea. I may regret it horribly. You probably will. But I've set the lines up, and it's and it can happen. Oh, great! You don't know what you're going to get. Oh, no, I have no idea. <laughs> I really have no idea. It could be. I'm looking to see what people have to say because I'm like. It could be anything. Um, the well, pro- someone said Scott wasn't wrong on the love tunnel. <laughs> Well, I wasn't, I just, I, I think women sometimes are like, whoa, hold yeah, on a second. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. No, I, and, and <laughs> right. And I don't want to freak anybody out, but, uh, here, here's the number, by the way, 801-471-0462. That's 801-471-0462. If somebody would put that in the chat, uh, and repeat it, that'd be great. I'll do it myself and paste it in there. You can call in if you have thoughts on anything we're saying today. If you have questions for us, um, as you know, Kim and I are, are working on a parenting book. That is to say, uh, we've kind of written it and Scott's lazy and hasn't done the artwork for it yet. But we're getting there. 
And it's time. We've talked about this before, but I felt like it was important that all of our buns were out of the oven. Nick was the final bun. Out of the love tunnel? Out of the love tunnel. (laughs) (laughs) The final bun out of the love tunnel. Uh, no, he's he's now an adult, so that's what he's talking about. Yeah. That's what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, he's 18. He voted, by the way. He we, did. He varies, I didn't Very I, I didn't time. vote my first 18th birthday of the year. I didn't. I don't remember hmm. why, but I didn't. And uh, I remember being mad at myself thinking, oh, you, you're a horrible person with terrible civic duty. Why aren't you voting? I think there's plenty of 18-year-olds that think, ah, oh, my vote doesn't really count. We live in a Republican state, blah, blah, blah. Like, Some of I think that. there's a lot of that that goes on with 18-year-olds because they yeah. don't see well, the even, change they can make. Even like in my early 20s when I was voting, um, there were a couple of times I voted uh, Republican and when I did, even that felt like my vote didn't matter all that much because I'm voting for the thing that's just going to win. You know, like I'm just throwing my vote into a pot I've already voted for because we're such a red state or at least we were then and we still are. Yeah, yeah. But like and just, you know, whatever. But I, I really like the idea of just sort of activating yourself and putting all that out of your head and just doing the thing that you have the right to do and yeah. do it. And he did it. So I'm really proud of him yeah. for doing that. You guys barely made it under the wire though, right? Yeah, yeah. By the time he got home from work at seven, the polls closed at eight. So he didn't get home till like seven thirty. Yeah, and you and, and Carter went too, right? Yep. Carter yeah. went too. Yeah. So my kids I will have to say though, if I get all my kids in the car, or at least Carter and Nick in the car, and if I start to talk politics, they're like Okay, okay, okay. Let's put some music on. So no, they don't want to hear about it. They don't want to hear about no. it. Well, no, I don't think it's that. They know how angry I get. Well, that's what I mean. Like, they, they, okay, we should explain this real quick. I know we're all over the place, but that's because this is a beta show and there's really no rhyme or reason to it. <laughs> um, but Kim, we have two, we have reputations in the house, okay? It's impossible to avoid, you know, they always say, don't label your kids, don't do it, but it's kind of hard not to at least categorize them in their own unique way. Carter's always the happy, smiley one with the goofy laugh and and and, and always excited about something. And when something. she's not, yeah. when she cries for no reason at all, and I'm like, why are you crying? And she's like, I don't know. No, she doesn't know half the time. Why, yeah, you if know, she, if she cries, she doesn't know why she's crying. I mean. <laughs> but it's like she's still laughing usually while oh, yeah, she's no. crying. Yeah, and you can get her to laugh no matter how mad or how sad she is. You can get her to laugh, and it's my favorite thing in the world. There are times where I'll just purposely target something on on amazon or you know netflix or something and go this show is going to make her cry and, and she's so, like shut up dad and so i'm gonna make i'm gonna have her watch it and she'll do that she'll get to the part that's sad and then she'll start really getting sniffy and i'll look over at her and grin and, and then she'll, she'll punch slap me yes. she'll punch me in the arm really hard because she knows what i'm doing but i love that sweetness about her and so she has a category and i you know i'm i'm there for it right the other kids do too. So my point is, Kim and I also have a category with the kids, and here's what it is. Kim, they think, is the is the quick to temper one, the one that's gonna, you know, burn it all down <laughs> if you turn if you t- treat her wrong. Do you wow. do you disagree? Like when no, you're no, I just like the way you put that. She's gonna burn it all down if you if you look at her wrong. Well, remember what uh, Alfred told Batman. He said, "Some people just want to watch the world burn, Mister Wayne." And that's I'm what not I'm. That you're like the Joker, honey. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, oh, that's what I am. Okay. Well, you got your uh, your hair. It's like <laughs> kind of jokery. No, but if you're not watching the video version of this, she's. Uh, oh, and this will. Uh, I should say this is going on um, YouTube. Uh, there'll be a podcast version of it, of course, on the feed, and then uh, the VOD will be up on. Um, uh, where are we now? Twitch. So 
so yeah, anyway, just letting you all know. But the point is, we kind of have our uh, our things. Kim is the enforcer. She's the um, the one that's like the the the, the hyper vigilant parent. This doesn't make me sound very nice. No, no, no. It's the opposite because the, the enforcer. Well, <laughs> I, I I guess it's true though. I am the enforcer when it comes to a lot of the things in the house. Yeah, and when 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 I would come, if I came home from work and you had just had it with the kids. It was easy for me to slip into that. Hey, it's dad. It's cool, dad. Yeah, it's da- dad's home. He's home. All right. We can hang Woo-hoo. out with him now. He's cool. He's not mad at me like <laughs> mom is because he didn't have to deal with a thing I did dumb earlier. <laughs> so I'll hang out with dad now. He's cool. Like I did kind of have that and I had that for a long time. And even when it's been full time frog pants since like 08 or 09 or whatever, mm-hmm. um, even then I still sort of have that. And even now, if we're with the kids and one of them misbehaves or says something dumb or whatever, Shouldn't say says something dumb, but you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, then we, you know, you'll sometimes go, no, burp, it's about, and I'll Hold go. Hold on a second. I'll go. Oh, it's fine. Everyone's <laughs> fine. Come here and be fine. All right, we're gonna see if this phone thing works. Okay. Uh, we have somebody on the line. Hi, who's this? Hey, this is Josh from Texas. Hello, Josh from Texas. How are you? Doing pretty good. Sweet. Awesome. He so, has a, can you tell, before you ask your question, he kind of has a Texas way about him. Can you hear it, honey? Can yes, you hear it? totally. I love it. I love a good, like, hey, what's up? It's Josh from Texas. <laughs> yeah, like that. I love it. Okay. Anyway, Josh, uh, what's your thought, question, comment? So, uh, about the whether kids that are birthed, you know, vaginal or C-section mm-hmm. uh, have, you know, like if the, if the C-section babies are more chill, not at all. <laughs> we we had two and two. Oh and wait, so four total and two of two of which came C section, and you're saying their behavior is is not not chill, or they're just no less chill than the other two kids, or or what? They are they are not chill at all. They, they have the <laughs> highest like anxiety and like matter of fact, the two year old is sitting here like clung to me right now. Ah, see, okay, I got a new, I got a new theory about this. Hang on the line for a second. Here's what I'm thinking. So, Kim, here's my new theory. You ready for this? I'm ready, ready, ready. I think. Now I think this is Josh has single handedly swooped in here and changed my mind for me. <laughs> here's what I think is going on. If you're going down the traditional route, aka the love tunnel, but going reverse, you know, <laughs> he that's the thing they're prepped for. It's like, all right. I'm going down. Let's see. Is the cord out of my feet? Yep. All right. Uh, Flight leaves in how many minutes? Sweet. I'm all set to go. Final boarding call. Ready to go down the chute. And this is the way it's supposed to go. So out out the train you go. Now the other kids are like, all right, I'm ready for it. Let's go. We're going down the chute. Let's get out of here. Everything's normal. Oh, my gosh. Someone has cut the roof off and they're pulling guts out. And ah, right. That's what I think may be going on. Josh, what do you think of that there? Well, that that certainly has probably a little bit of truth to it. Uh, It it doesn't help that both of them, like, you know, what the the doctor referred to as earned their C-section. Yeah. One One was tangled in the cord and the other one was like shoved up in her ribs. Oh geez. So, I love this idea that they they earned they earned their troubled uh, uh birth uh, nature so they had to be yanked that way. Thanks for the call by the way. So, but think about it, honey, if you're in an airport, you're getting on the plane normal and that's great and all. 
And then they go, sorry, you need to use the stairs to or, get to your plane. Or worse, the roof opens up and a giant <laughs> hand comes in, grabs you by the neck and pulls you out. Like, you just you'd scream and... All right, as the, long as I get back home, whatever. The whole thing has flipped. <laughs> you have changed his mind, Josh. Good job. Yeah, thanks, Josh. You've done it. Uh, if you guys want to call in, you can. Josh just did. You saw how that worked. It was super easy. 801. I think kids are going to come out and be the personality they're going to be. I really yeah, do. I do, I really too. don't think it's... I do too. One way or the other, I think they they show up that way. Well, let's talk about that. Well, first, here's the number again: eight zero one four seven one zero four six two. But let's talk about this for a second. If you, if that's your theory, and I think I think I agree with you that they come out kind of predisposed to whoever they're going to be, or, or at the very least, they de- they all develop in their own way and become who they're going to become. It may not be as babies, like like a, a one minute year old. Or one minute year old doesn't make sense, does it? No. A one a one minute old, <laughs> old. baby uh, isn't all formed, right? We don't have the full neuro, whatever Wendy would say, neuro networked brain pattern business. I don't think that happens till they're twenty five years old. Yeah, it takes a while. So yeah. I guess what I'm saying is, by the time they do, it's still their own unique path, and there was not you playing Mozart while they were in the womb. Maybe probably didn't make that big of a difference. Or they did may it. appreciate it. Or did it though? They may learn to appreciate that music easier. Okay. What if you, when you were pregnant with Carter, what if I was next to you the whole time going, "You got, you got, you got what I need," just over and over? <laughs> then every time you did that, she would kind of have this weird flashback. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a little weird for her every time it happened. All right. Someone in the chat says, <laughs> "How is a baby formed?" Um. All right, look, we're not here to teach you. <laughs> we the are birds not science and the bees. class. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, I can tell you the basics. How old are you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> listening to this podcast. We're not experts at anything. We're just no. uh, we're just good time parents having a good time. It's um, like the, it's like me saying I'm not a chef. I'm a cook. Oh right. Wait, what's the difference? I tell was me. not I was not classically trained as a chef, but yeah. I love to cook, and I'll figure it out. You don't have the culinary training. No. Is that what they call it? That's a thing, isn't it? A yes, term? culinary school. Yeah. How come you never, I mean, did you ever want to do that? Did I ruin that for no, you? You didn't ruin anything. Okay. No, I could still if I wanted to. I think I enjoy the journey and figuring it out and learning how to do stuff. Yeah, you're not really the type that wants to. I don't want to go to school for it. I don't want to run a restaurant. I don't want to be a chef in a restaurant. I'd rather cook at home. Yeah, but they call you Chef Kim. Yes, Chef Kim. You can call me that now. That's fine. Yeah. I'll wear the hat and everything. You could go to Flavortown and uh, <laughs> I don't know. I could still do that even. I don't have to be a chef to do that. If I wanted to run around and record everything I made. Yeah. This is this is all true. So uh, let's talk about that for a second. Part of perhaps what we'll talk about on the show occasionally is like, uh, yo, 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 Kim made a rad dinner out of nothing and it's just breadsticks and, and cheese whiz and guess what? It's the most, best gourmet thing you ever ate or whatever. Like we 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 may talk about those things right now in the fridge. There's like a four day old batch of of dwindling um, jambalaya, but it's amazing. Actually, it's it's gone. Is it gone? What it's happened gone. to it all? Well, we ate it all. Did we finish it? We did. You didn't throw it out. No, because we'll have words. No, we might I, have a divorce <laughs> if you threw it out. I gave some away. We've done. Yeah, actually, Taylor specifically asked for that for her baby shower. All right, because all of her friends yeah. coming over with their spouses, and they're all having a big. Uh, Dames and damsels and diapers birth or uh, baby shower. They're calling it dams. What? What'd you call it? Dames, damsels. No, dudes, 
Well, that's sexist. Dudes, dames, and diapers. That dames part, I don't know Dudes, how I feel about that. dames, and diapers. In, that's in, what it is. In today's sensitive culture, do you think we can call each other dames? I don't know. Seems that's a little rough. That's fine. Anyway, mm. she asked for jambalaya. She asked me specifically to make jambalaya. I think a lot of it has to do with all these friends from high school that are coming, and that's what I used to make for them. Yeah, we're not advocating bathing your newborn child in jambalaya. Don't no, do that. No, we're just saying just eat it, at, eat the, it. The, at the shower. So I am making a huge batch of it tomorrow morning Yeah. Why for they, her baby shower. Why do they call it a shower? Could you explain that? <laughs> do you know? Do you shower the, newly, the new mom with gifts? And same with wedding shower, same deal. Bridal shower, same thing. You're you're showering the new bride with gifts. Well, they just call it like a bridal sh- uh, gift party or a newborn. Because you're not going to get an invitation that says, "Come to my gift party." <laughs> <laughs> well, We'd like that? to shower her with love <laughs> and gifts and things that she might need when she gets married or has a baby. But That's isn't what that? It's about. But isn't that only? Well, yeah, you're okay. It's like betrothed. No, I don't like that though. But it sounds a lot better. Yeah, you're you're probably right. Uh, I don't know what else you'd call it, though. Chairman, been- the chairman's also asking if you ever posted your recipe. Yes, we did. Yes. If you go to, uh, <clears throat> free, excuse me, frogpants.com slash TMS is actually on the TMS feed. Mm-hmm. You go to the news feed, and it's a few episodes back, but uh, you'll you'll see the entirety yeah, two of weeks the ago. thing. Yeah, it's the one. Uh, I burped again. It's the one with the. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, you, everyone knows what you did. You know what it is? You made this for me before the show. Everyone look at this this liquid here. Uh. She made this. What is it? I didn't make it. Well, it's just like you crystallite energy. Yeah, you were really, really tired. I was and I so thought. tired today. I have not been able. I've hit a wall post BlizzCon blues kind yeah. of wall. It's bad right now. And so Kim says, "Well, here I'll make you one of these. It's like caffeinated freaking caffeinated uh, Kool Aid. Kool Aid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, it it's making me all burpy. So. Should be. It's making you a little hyper too. Lurpy and burpy. Anyway, what was my thing? Where was I going with that? <laughs> the jambalaya. Oh. It's on your TMS page. Oh, yeah. It's on the TMS page. And if you're confused, just look for the episode that has a McRib in the photo <laughs> for, for no good reason. <laughs> By the way, this happens a lot. Where's that? What, what, what was I talking about? What, what was yeah. going on? And oh, I just, yeah. I, single word. Some oh, of them jambalaya have, and Hill. Some of them yeah. are very <laughs> familiar with that behavior on TMS. <laughs> I do it all the time. Anyway, uh, so sometimes we'll talk about food because Kim's a, a foodie. She's a cook. She's a... I love she to loves cook. Food. Yeah. I love food. Have I told people? I've told people about how you cooked uh, lingu- uh, not linguine. <laughs> what was it? Fettuccine Alfredo. Fettuccine Alfredo for like 400 homeless no, it people. Was, it ended up feeding close to 600. It was between five and 600. Five and six. It's the first time I've underestimated a number. You're an I usually, I usually hyperbole this number way off. It's you overestimate everything usually. Five, but five to 600. We were supposed to feed 300. Yeah. Because it was just, it was the homeless shelter and we were feeding the women and children's side. And we had enough left over to go over to the men's side and feed that side also. Which yeah, was think about of that. the same amount of people. That is a lot of fettuccine and uh, a lot of grateful people and it went really well. But my point in telling you the story is not to be going, hey, look at my wife. She made food no, for homeless no, no, people. No. What are you doing? That's not what I'm doing. What I'm saying <laughs> is she uh, is a whiz. Like, I don't know how you do that. Somebody comes to me and says, hey, I need you to make food for 500 homeless people. I'd say... They're getting peanut butter and jelly, just, what Scott would say. <laughs> just give me the cyanide now. Like, I don't want to do this. She can bang it's, that out. It's amazing to me that you do that. Thank you. Yeah. It's I a, really enjoy it. It's a really unique skill. And not just the volume thing. It was also a good meal. Like, it wasn't just bland, gross, gruel. It was like a good, well-made, has a salad. You had, like, all the things. Does anyone eat gruel? I'm not even sure what gruel is. I don't either. For you, it's probably grits. 
Oh, dude, grits. <laughs> Which I absolutely love. I put a little, I put a fried egg on top and some bacon. Blah. And Scott's just like, eh, grits. I don't, I don't like it. Even the best Southern grits are gross to me. And it's just the texture, I think. I think that's it. And it, that it tastes like kind of nothing. You say it's the texture, but you eat cream of wheat. Very rarely, though. But you don't mind that. It's the same texture. Yeah, but the cream of wheat, I load up with, with uh, sugar. Right. The grits have cheese. <laughs> Yum. I cheese and butter and salt. And then you put a fried egg on it and if some you, bacon. I, I guess if you flavor it up, it's not so bad. Where were we recently so that we bad. had? Mine's really good. Where were we the uh, where we had breakfast and they had grits there? It was a re- um, uh, uh, what was this recently? Maybe on the trip. No, they didn't have any. Oh, no. oh, oh, no, you weren't there. It was upstairs in the media room. They had some oh, grits one really? day, and they were actually okay. And they called it something else, but in, they were grits. But it was called um, uh, corn 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 units i don't remember something weird wow yeah but that's also part of my problem is i don't like the term grit you know what i mean grit honey hey want some grit i had a t-shirt years ago that said grits on it It says girls raised in the south does that make you feel better no no it's dumb no, it's fine. Actually, I don't. I, I, I was raised in the South. That's why it works for me. Yeah, she's from Mississippi. I'm a grits. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're a grit for I sure. I bet you like grits now. <laughs> I like them a lot more. But grit always sounds like something yeah. like sand in your swimsuit yeah, place. I don't wanna, ugh. You know what I mean? Like Seriously. ah, I've been down to the beach. What's the matter? I got sand in my vajayjay. <laughs> That's no good. And it's all gritty. Yeah, gritty vajayjay. <laughs> gritty love tunnel. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Uh, that's a throwback to earlier, folks. Okay. Anyway, so... This uh, is PG-13. What do we got going on? Yeah, we're about 13, aren't we? Okay. I feel like I'm about 13. <laughs> um, I'm just saying the content might not be quite Well, they PG. don't rate it. See, that's the beauty of podcasting <laughs> in saying. 2018. Nobody rates anything. It's all just... Uh, it's what you decide to rate it. So. Carter just texted me, can we have grits for dinner? <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> She's listening. She really did say that? <laughs> she just said that. She's not listening to the show. I think she is. She's on the train coming home. Carter, are you listening? <laughs> uh, I don't know how she'd tell me. She, if she texts you back that she's listening, yeah, that'll crack me I up. Will, I will laugh. But I think that, that's that got to be why she has that. Otherwise, well, she really likes grits too. Yeah. Scott and Kim. After dark. <laughs> up all night. <laughs> all right. Uh, so there's another piece of the show you'll get. A little bit of foodie business. Um, your calls as part of this, I think. And uh, again, uh, that number you want to write down, I'll have it displayed in future uh, streams, but it's uh, 801-471-0462. It's the same number I give out on all the shows. And I'll let you call in live if you'd like to do that. Oh, someone sent in Skimamax. Skimamax. <laughs> hey, that's like, uh, that's people pretending to do it that are basically nude. I'll tell you, want to hear okay. a funny story? want to hear a story? This is a good st- I'm ready. Okay, it's a good is one. Is it one I know? No, okay. when I was wow. uh, f- probably 12 or 13, okay. we were over at, it may have been like Mark's place, my brother Mark, who's 10, okay. year, 10 years okay. older than me, so he would have been like 22, 23 then. Um, I can't remember exactly, but somebody had a big satellite dish, like the big full-size one, like old school, like oh, the way they used to do Oh, in the yard. Yeah, in the yard. the yard. It, became, it was basically Not a the, quarter of your house, yard. It would just crush your whole house. Yeah, it was okay. awful. It was a terrible time. and. <laughs> The size of a trampoline in your backyard. Yeah. yeah. It's like we we're contacting aliens. They were terrible. <laughs> so, yeah, this huge thing, or whoever it was, it may not have been Mark, but we were over there and somebody was showing it off to me and they're flipping the channels around. And back then it took a while. It wasn't instantaneous or even close to it. It would be 
the, the thing would actually be outside going, <laughs> moving, and then you get a channel. It has to turn? Yeah, it, turn, it physically turned to get channels. Oh, my gosh. And so they would eventually do that. And so when you would skip past a channel, what would often happen is it would go, and then as it passed a middle channel, it would briefly show on the screen like, what that was like, supposed <laughs> to be, and then go on to the final thing you were looking for. And at that age, you know, girls are aliens. You don't, you're like, so like, whoa, girls, whoa. And I remember him changing a channel. This is so embarrassing. Why am I telling this story? I don't know. Changing the channel from like some sports channel to some movie channel. But in the in-between, there was a scrambled channel because that's what you used to do oh, yeah, to the yeah. stuff that was a little, you know, if you had something nasty out there, you'd, you'd scramble it. And sometimes it was scrambled by you, the person receiving it. And sometimes it was scrambled by the uh, the satellite provider or the people usually sending. the yeah the the channel because yeah. they're like well you're not getting this unless you pay for it yeah it was kind of wild west back then but you know whatever <laughs> so this he goes past it and I could tell even though it was basically just snow and white noise I saw like a shape of a lady in there <laughs> of course you did because you're 13 because I'm 13 you can see a shape of a lady in anything right it like in the been... night sky you're looking at the stars going I think they're doing it yeah <laughs> totally dude <laughs> So I saw this and I went, oh, and my brain memorized that it was between like, like 102 and like 104. In like the, the split second yeah. that it's skipping through this? Yeah. Wow. So like it was You're... between these two channels and I remembered it. So when everybody else was asleep, me and I don't know, a friend or a cousin or somebody, <laughs> I don't remember who was with me. I was very young. Got in front of the TV, turned it on, s- turned it to the in-between space ah. that was just this <laughs> You know, there wasn't anything. And every once in a while, you'd see, like, what? I, oh, I think that's an elbow. Yeah, 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 it's an elbow. Oh, it's sexy elbow. <laughs> every, every once in a while, you'd see what was sort of like a boob. And you were like, oh, it's, it's like a boob. It's either a boob or an eyeball. I can't tell with all the snow on the, on the thing. <laughs> yeah. I think that was the channel, like 103. Well, whatever. They're all different. But it was, <laughs> I remember being fascinated. And we were up to, like, three, just staring at this, like, this broken, ruined, you know, scramble. There's no sound. It was just... Well, yeah, because you're turning it down because no, everyone's asleep. Yeah. So it's like in dead silence. And and I remember being terrified that my mom or somebody was going to come out and go, I think what I are also... You watching? I just saw a boob as well. <laughs> you know. Anyone else would be like, they've got to be asleep because it's just snow on the screen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So to this day, it may not have been anything. That's what's funny is it may not have... It may have been totally in our imaginations or it could have been a scrambled channel of like... I don't know. Is Barnaby that what Jones. Is convince Skinamax? Is that what you're thinking? Well, my point is like, well, Skinamax, which is what people call it. No, they said Skimamax. Yeah, but they call it that because Skinamax yeah. is what they call Cinemax. Yes, yes. I got it. I uh, knew that. You knew that? You knew yeah, that? Yeah, I did. Okay. I did. I... <laughs> <laughs> but what was, I don't even know what my point was. <laughs> you were just talking about that because someone mentioned Skimamax as our, the name of our show. Oh, so I just brought that up. <laughs> I don't know why I brought that up. But it was enjoyable. Anyway. Oh, they've got an example in the chat. I'm going to click this very dangerously and see what it is. Hold on. This could be scary. Oh, yeah. No, this is it. Weird. <laughs> what are you there watching over there? There was no music, there? though. I want you to. I wish you could see this. Okay, hold on. Chad, I'll put this up on screen. This isn't anything you have to worry about. It's not, you know, not unsafe for work or anything because you can't see anything. <laughs> Be, but look at this. It's called. Wondering why there's snow on your screen too. So look at this. I'm gonna play it. You can't actually see anything, or can you? If you can, I, I, I don't know if you can or can't. Oh my gosh, maybe you can. 
I can't look. I don't know. <laughs> I think my brain's like trying to show me things. <laughs> but, you know, when you're that young or whatever, it's, uh, it's you know, one of those deals where you're like, you just it's it's fascinating to you you know your hormones are kicking in you're a young little uh, uh puberty man <laughs> you're puberty man anyway oh my gosh that is like alien tv <laughs> peds oh, 25 weird. in the chat says i think i see i, I think i see a wiener no 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 <laughs> i didn't see any of that if there were things i didn't see it and neither did you okay the point is there's no point. I just wanted to tell I you that story. Anything, and neither did you. That's right. That was very parental there. Now, as far as this book goes, we are working on it, and we will have it, and we will present it to the people. Um, <laughs> we will stand atop <laughs> the mountain that's and right. present it to the people. And if, you're ki- if you've got kids or you're thinking about having kids, if they're young, if they're brand new, if they're older, if they're teens, whatever, we're going to have stuff in there for the whole range. It's going to be everything from... Uh, newborn what? to yeah, adult kids exactly we have adult kids now and we like to talk about them right we'll have a chapter on who does barf who does poo <laughs> uh kim does poo it's i very, do barf yeah it's very specific i have to do barf i can't even do dog barf why can we get into I, this for a second know. why do you have such a deal with barf? i don't know i think i have a really really strong sense of smell yeah and that's what all it takes if i smell anything i'm just dying well do you Hmm, that's interesting. So that's mostly an uh, olfactory response. Yes. Look at me with the big words. Are you impressed? I'm super impressed. Thank you. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, yeah. So for me, I, I don't enjoy it. It's not like I walk in and go, ah, the lofty uh, smells. Mm, it's like spring in here with the yeah. barf. <laughs> like, I'm not into it either. Um, but for whatever reason, I, with the kids anyway. Now, if it's an adult, like let's say some... Um, guy on the bus just goes and hurls all over everybody or you're on a a plane or something and that happens well that happened to us remember the uh, chinese girl from the the group of the chinese girls (laughs) is that the name of the band no 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 no. (laughs) the group of the chinese girls group group of the chinese girls Um, yeah one of the girls got sick yeah yeah do you remember that That yeah and i just had to turn away i couldn't yeah you had to compartmentalize i had totally i was like okay zen moment i gotta just yeah i i don't know why i have this attitude of like if it happens i'm like well this is what we got. This is what we're going to have to deal with. And but we just see, deal with it. When I was a kid, yeah, I, you know, you ha- I had a lot of younger siblings. I was one of the oldest. And so because there were so many, every time someone would get sick, sometimes my mom would be taking care of one of the other kids. And she, someone would, I remember my sister barfed. Yeah. And my mom's like, you need to help me and clean that up. And I literally threw up on top of it and walked away. <laughs> It was so much worse because she wanted me to do it, and I just couldn't do it. I just, I mean, the idea, I literally barfed on top of her barf and then had to go away because I couldn't help. That is really funny. It's really bad. Yeah, I like that story a lot. <laughs> I never heard that one. That's really good. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh, saved, saved her for our premiere zero yeah, episode. <laughs> Oh, good. <laughs> um, but yeah, like you, you probably that probably some of that is just, just like a little yeah, bit, a little um, bit of a, not scarring. What's the word? Um, Left I, you with a, a traumatic, experience. traumatic experience. PTSD. PTSD. Yeah. Yeah. Probably a little bit of that. Probably. Yeah. But I mean, I just. Ugh. Well, I, I remember one time my friend Peter. His name was Peter. Peter. Um, <laughs> he Peter Moore was his name, not the uh, not the Peter Moore that ran EA Games for a long time, and also uh, Sega or and was stuff it? like that. Well, maybe he's, 
He's British, so I don't think it's him. But <laughs> probably not. Then, okay. um, this is a kid up the street named Peter Moore, and I was I, I had a crush on his sister, uh, Jessica Moore. You've heard of Jessica? I have. Yeah, I used to have. A I huge, think I've met her once before. Huge crush on her. Oh, yeah, I've heard. I've heard. Yeah, I hear she's like a like all weird looking now. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so he is being told by his mother or dad or I don't remember, maybe both. They were they said you, Peter, you've got to go outside and clean up the dog poo on the driveway before the snow gets too thick because it'll just get buried in there. It'll just be a slippery mess. And why the dog's <laughs> pooping on the driveway anyway, I don't know, but he was, and it was a big dog, and he went out there and it was kind of one of those wet sloshy snows. And oh, it I was thought just you were a, gonna say wet sloshy poo. I was like, oh. Well, kind of, yeah. Like it's <laughs> it was all gross and and very smelly and awful. It was bad. And I Ugh. remember Peter having such a hard time with it that he yacked on the on the poo. He barfed on top oh, of the poo. Gosh, so then he laid in the snow and was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And I felt so bad and I didn't want to get him in trouble <laughs> that I cleaned it up. And I wonder Aww. if that prepared me to be a better. Uh, responder, first responder, first to these responder things. and parent. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because it just doesn't get me the way it gets I, you. Yeah, I just I start gagging and I can't talk and it's. Not I mean, good. I don't like it. Trust me, I don't. I mean, like I walk it. in when the dog barks and I'm like, Scott, you huh, you gotta take your huh huh huh. What happened? The dog barked. Huh. I'm like, oh come on, you guys, it's not that big a deal. Just get a spatula. You say huh, that every huh. time, but then yeah, I took care of all the dirty diapers. It worked. Yeah, that's true. It was fine. Oh, and except that time I was at the Ultimate Electronics. I was not there. That was the worst day. I couldn't day. help you because I was not there. Carter, or Taylor and her smear-ups. That was a bad day. <laughs> I can't believe she's an adult and about to have her own kid because back in the day, man. Yeah. It was rough. Anyway, but I am, yeah, I technically am, Kim's a number two responder. I'm a... <laughs> the what? number two responder. <laughs> uh, anyway, there'll be there'll be a chapter about that, for example. Yes. Even though that yes. seems gross, there's actually a thing. There, there's a there's a way to, um, create a re- relationship roles as parents to best handle your kids when they don't feel good or when they're dealing with, you know, kind of grody stuff. And because you love them, it's not that gross. You you know, you love your kids. Yeah, you want yeah, them yeah. to be well. And I remember Carter. She's such a hoot. She's the weirdest kid. Like when she when the others would get sick, they'd just be depressed and cranky. When Carter be sick, like she could, burp, and then she'd turn right around and go, "Oh, that was so weird. I totally barfed just now, and it was weird." And blah, 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 and she would like turn all happy and want to talk about it. Yeah, what an odd kid. She was super fun growing up. Yeah, not that the other two weren't. Yeah. she was just funnier that way. Without a doubt, <laughs> still is still kind of funny that way. Yeah, but. Nick was like, I no Taylor was the one that was like, I don't want to. Yeah, she just always said. I don't want to breathe. Yeah. And then Nick would just she hated to throw Nick up. would cry a little, and then I'd pick him up, and he would. And you literally had seven seconds. We kind of counted it out one time. Seven seconds, seconds before you knew it was gonna be bad. He was like clockwork. You had seven seconds to literally pick him up when he was little and mm-hmm. rush to the bathroom, mm-hmm. and, and then he, he would make it. And if you made, if you were then within seven seconds of the bathroom, he'd yeah. make it. He'd make it to the toilet, no problem. But this is the sort of thing that makes people not want to have kids, and I understand that. I promise you. Uh, a lot totally of people do. worth it. And they don't, it's not like this constant thing. No. Every single day there's a barf moment. There's just when they get sick. It's I like, can count them on just one like hand. Now when you get sick. I can, like count them, I can count them on one hand how many times we had to really deal with super sick kids. Very rare. Uh, more maybe, than one. Okay, maybe both hands. Maybe a hand and a half. I would say about once a year, if you ended up with the flu or a cold at your house, then all it went through everyone. It had to go through everyone. Yeah, sometimes that happens. And that happened when they were in school. Yeah. They were around a lot of other kids, which, but it was, 
No big deal. I haven't barfed since 2005, and when I did, it's because we all got food poison from that Mexican yeah. place. Yeah. Yep. Everybody got sick. 2005? Yeah. Ugh. Still rolling. Still rolling with that record. And before that, 98. Before that, don't remember. Uh, Yeah. Pretty good, right? You just don't like to, though. Oh, I hate it. Oh, there's definitely been times where I want, uh, should have. See, and I'm the opposite. I would prefer, I know I'm going to feel better if I just go throw up. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and when and, I'm sick, it's about once a year is all. It's yeah. not that often. And part of that chapter may be don't tell your kids, you know, have your kids, they go through this. They're supposed to go through this. They're supposed to learn what it's like to take care of themselves and to know the difference between feeling bad and feeling good and the signs of, you know, all this. And it's, this is part of life, man. It's good. Uh, so it's all a lot of fun. I had somebody once, I'm not going to say who said it cause they're prominent in our community. I don't want to say who they are, but somebody once told me that if you're not barfing once a month, you're doing it wrong. So really? It's kind of an odd thing to say. Don't you think? I don't think around here we've been that sick like well, once a month. I just don't know why. You, yeah. I don't know what so it like, is. I don't know what you it know, is. If it's a girl's it like part of your PMS, that's one thing, but hey, Look, maybe that is, maybe that's the thing. Your weird girly part stuff. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't understand how cramps work. I just know the results. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so that's in chapter, for example. Now we'll move to less unpleasant uh, details. Like, for example, we'll have a whole chapter on uh, your kid's very first day of school. I don't mean first day of school in junior high or high school. Those are separate things. But like, You mean kindergarten. Yeah. Like putting them in their cute little outfit and their dumb little backpacks and you take them down oh, there. and they so fun. Line up on the wall with the other kids and they're waving at you as if you're just like, the greatest adult in the room because you are to them. and But some kids don't take it that easily. I mean, no. our kids were like, see ya, you're going to leave now? But some kids really have a hard time with that. I was like a mess. I'd be like, it's the first day of school. I can't believe it. And I'm just bawling. And they're yeah. like, see you, mom. Bye, mom. Well, Nick, you're Nick, embarrassing me now. I feel like Nick was super stoked until he got there and then he got then he got. Oh, sad. he was so happy to go. Are you was kidding he? me? Oh, he was that. so excited. He had his little white button down shirt and his little shorts because we went to a charger school and so we had uniforms. And pictures that and somewhere. And he wore a little tie, which was adorable. Yeah, it was. He was a cute kid. Here's he something you so should excited. hear. I'll, you know what? I'll give you a freebie. This may even be in the book, but I'll give it to you now. If your kid, teach your children, especially those of you who win, uh, live in states, uh, here in the states or parts of the world where it's cold, okay, and they might be outside for recess or something. Don't let them zip their coats up with their arms inside and not through the sleeves. All right? Now, by that, what I mean by that is just making yourself into basically a, a you've, you've trapped yourself. And, and Taylor did this one, so she zipped her coat up completely. Her arms are inside of the coat. Because she was cold. Right. And it was icy. Yeah, and she thought if she did that, she'd be warmer. But, but she sleeves, also did not tie her shoes. Right, and her, her, her sleeves are flopping because her arms are trapped inside, and it's icy, and her shoelaces were untied. And she slipped and tripped on a shoelace. Yep. And fell forward and couldn't put her arms out yep. to stop her. So all she could do was fall forward and hit the cement on her head. Yep. And she got the biggest, gnarliest goose egg right up here. And a stitch because it like bro- it broke skin. Yep. She hit a rock, I think, or something. It was awful. Yep. So scary. It was real bad. She came home. was like, no, out to they hair. called me at the. I had to go pick her up. Well, right. But when you she brought her home. She didn't even make it home. Yeah. You, you brought her home, though, right? Yeah. I think we took her in too, checking for. I did. No, I took her right in, made yeah. sure she didn't have a concussion. Yeah. Um, but she did split the skin on her on her forehead and ended up with a stitch. Yeah, it was bad. I mean, what was she? Six, seven, eight? Uh, maybe a little. Old. Maybe she was closer to eight because it was second or third grade. Yeah, real bad move. 
Not the smartest. To this day, move. if you meet my daughter, I don't want you to look. Don't stare at it too much, but she still has this thing here. Yeah, she has a scar. Not only that, she has a lump. It's like a. It's like a little lump in a scar. Not huge or anything. She's not. It's not like you know. a goiter or something. <laughs> right. I hope she's not listening. She'd be like, "Dad, shut up! Know, Stop she, talking about me." She hates this, but but she she mostly because she is the one that did it to no, herself. No, she's, she's embarrassed She's like embarrassed, like, oh, yeah, well, it was cold. And not a lot of people know this, but my daughter, when she was uh, 11, 12, 13, all the way up to 14 so it was or 15. 11 to 14. She had, 11 to 14? Mm-hmm. She had seizures. They were called focal seizures, and they scared us to death. Uh, we eventually kind of got our head around them and understood what they were. But basically, it, it means you're kind of awake during them. Um, it had to do with puberty. had to do with puberty, mm-hmm. I still think it had a little to do with her banging her head at a thousand miles an hour on her forehead. I still that think that was it not had confirmed. Some, not confirmed, but not proven. Proven. That's not, your not dad ruled tuition. Out. It is my dad tuition. Yeah. On that, yeah. Yeah. So just be careful. Don't let him. You know, she's fine now. She doesn't have those anymore. Um, and I'm glad they wanted to give her medicine. I remember them going, "Okay, we're going to give her these antipsychotic, blah blah blah, whatever's anti-seizure." And, yeah. And we asked them, "Well, what side effects are there?" And they said, One "Well, of them was a possibility." She'll never have kids. Uh, yeah, and I was like, absolutely not. So no, we're not going to take that from her. We know how to manage this. And if they're truly focal seizures, if the theory play, plays out and it's a temporary puberty-driven thing, then it'll stop and all's the good, right? We don't have to worry about it anymore. Right. After she hit puberty, she they stopped. They stopped. And so, so I'm really glad we did that. Had we panicked and said, oh, no, here, take this medication instead of managing it the way we were managing it, she wouldn't be pregnant with a seven-month-old fetus right now so is that how long she is for how long she is pretty close oh my gosh dude i'm gonna be a grandpa (laughs) anyway point is point is kids kids get hurt but you can do you can do your research before you put them on medication thank you absolutely yeah look at these lessons we're learning look at that this is fantastic uh all right also a quick format note um this little experiment every week will likely be around an hour that's the plan don't want to go too long. Don't want to go too short. Yep. Um, for now, that's for now. perfect. Yeah. And I think it could be really fun. Um, I made kind of a promise to myself not long ago that I wouldn't do any new projects unless I had a monetization plan in mind. And here's the problem that I'm running into with this. Uh, we could do a Patreon because, you know, everyone does. Um, but I feel like I've got a lot of those out there and I don't want to over Patreon people. Um, we could kickstart a bunch of episodes and then kickstart new seasons, but same kind of thing, right? I don't want it to feel like we're, I don't want it to feel heavy. You don't want to oversaturate that stuff. Yet. I don't want to oversaturate Absolutely. it. I want it to be fair to listeners. I want it to feel good to them. Um, we could go after sponsors, but that takes forever, sometimes years before a show gets to a place where a sponsor even cares. Um, so here's what I was thinking in order to make this work really well. What I would like is especially if you have your Amazon Prime free sub. Some of you may have it and don't even know how to put it in or use it. Super easy. But um, if you have Amazon Prime as part of your, you know, you do shipping with Amazon Prime, you have Amazon Prime video, whatever. You have the, you have a Prime membership with Amazon. Because Amazon owns Twitch, they give you a free uh, sub to put it anywhere you want on Twitch. And the sub meaning a that normally it's like a $4.99 sub. You subscribe to a channel, your favorite channel. And by doing that, commercials are removed from that channel and you're supporting the the, the creator, in that case us, and, uh, uh, the, and you get it for free. It doesn't actually cost you anything if you're already getting Prime. 
So if you've already got that thing and you're like, I don't really have anywhere to put that, easy peasy. Why don't you stick it on this channel? That'll help us a lot. Absolutely. If some of you are like, well, I don't have Amazon or I don't do Prime, but I really like to sub anyway, you can do that too. You can just hit the little sub button at the top of the screen and and it'll go through the motions and do your thing. And it can be canceled or reinstated or whatever a thousand times. It doesn't matter. It's You have full control over it. It's nothing weird. But I think that would help a lot in uh, for us to justify this and to, and to do it. I actually really want to do it regardless. But, you know, it's good to think of the... We got to think of the... You got to pay the bills, man. You got to pay <laughs> the gotta, bills. We got to pay the bills. So, look, so, some very nice people are already doing it. Uh, oh. Melissa Dankst, Mr. Crispy Fresh, and A Sandwich have all... A sandwich. Have all just uh, done Twitch you Prime. You guys are awesome. Uh, and in particular, Mr. Crispy Sandwich did a full tier one sub. That also means uh, you get access to all the Frog Pants emotes and uh, stuff like that. If you rather do bits, that's cool too. Uh, this is all stuff Kim probably doesn't even know about, right? You don't even know how the no. Twitch thing works. But then, no, I I I do all the other stuff. Here's yeah. Now here's the <laughs> Not other this stuff. Yeah, exactly. We're all eating. Um, <laughs> Living, we have clean sleeping. Yeah, we have way. <laughs> we're all surviving because of Kim. I do this other part that she doesn't need to bother with, and that's perfect. I don't need to know. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> and I'm going to do some new emotes for you and I. So we'll do some oh, cool, some fun little Kim, you know, cool purple mohawk stuff. There we go. Uh, it's a faux hawk, yeah. but yes. But uh, yeah, that's basically it. Now, as far as how it'll work for the podcast, there's no uh, individual feed yet. It's going to be on the Frog Pants Mega Feed. If you don't know what that is. Go to frogpants.com and on the podcast page, there's a link to this. And it's just like a, it's a feed that all the Frog Pants shows get put on. Every time there's a new show, one feed gets everything. That's for people who just want all of it. So they get all in one place, but it will have its own feed probably in the next few days. Just got to wait for approvals from iTunes, Google Play, those kind of people. Um, But I feel like, Kim, I feel like we've confirmed yes. that we're, I mean, we're doing it. We're doing it. Oh yeah, it. Totally. I'm yeah. in. Yeah, and it'll be a, there'll be a little bit more format than me just going off about C sections and love tunnels. Okay, <laughs> Let's hope so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know. Yeah, we'll have some kind of format and things, and and let us know what you want to hear. Hey, what if we did a whole episode on uh, healthy marital sex life? Okay. What if we did that? That sounds good. Would you really do? Would uh, you be I'd into be happy it? Happy to, of course. Okay. Uh, boy, that'll be something. I don't even know. <laughs> We let, let, you know we we've done it at least three times. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> we have proof that we that that happened. <laughs> uh, but no, we we uh, we pride ourselves and you know we date everyone. Uh, forget we about sex for a minute, yeah, but we so date yeah. all the time. We, we have a date at least, at least once a week. Once a week, sometimes more. And it's usually it can be lunch for us because sometimes he has um, time during the middle of the day. But date night doesn't have to be dinner and a movie and $55 later, you know, it doesn't have to be that kind of thing. We can go hang out at a park with a picnic and it's super fun. Yeah. And, and the, uh, uh Carter, if you're listening, sorry, we're not trying to be weird, <laughs> but you did come, you know, you did, you, you did, got here, you did come out the love tunnel. So <laughs> naturally, naturally is in no drugs that isn't the yeah kim way. went you guys know kim went natural on their first two births yeah yeah you know, both uh both nick and or sorry both carter but i wasn't Taylor. a hippie about it like i'm never taking anything no i was like you know let's see how long i can handle this i can i've got a high tolerance for pain i can do this what are you saying let's about hippies you don't like hippies? i'm just saying i'm not like anti-drug yeah but you're anti you're anti-hippie clearly you don't like well, the hippies no i'm saying i wasn't being one this uh, isn't the reason i went natural 
I understand. But I got to the very end, and I'm like, you know what? This is really, this this really hurts. Yeah, it's time. And you got and to the like, point. They're like, hey, we'll like, take sorry, that thing. Sorry, ma'am, you're at a ten. It's time to push. You yeah, can't have anything. Yeah, when Kim wanted it way too late with the first two, and then he and still- then with Nick, I was like, you know what? Just for fun. Let's try being <laughs> induced and have the drugs. Why? Can you tell me psychological? Okay, this is a great thing to end on. Okay. Why did you want to do the natural thing in the first place? What was driving you? That's there? what I'm saying. I, there wasn't anything driving me. I just thought, let's see how long I can do this. Okay, so that's your driver then. That was my driver. Let's see if I can. This is why Kim, well, well you were because they took it down, but you were on this this uh, wings place. They have like the ghost pepper challenge thing. Oh, yeah, the wing, the hop wing challenge yeah and kim's photo was up among all the people who pulled it off which is very small number of people it's like five compared to the attempts and they had this other wall filled with photos of like people crying and doing thumbs up for cameras (laughs) and kim went in there uh mainly just to make sure taylor's friends knew that she could do it because you do anything for your kids she did the challenge and won and is the only only, female ever i was the only girl on the wall for a long time so you're already you're like this, but the idea that you were like, I'm going to do natural childbirth, which is the most painful thing known to man. I'm going to go ahead and do that. I'm going to try it. Why? That's intense. I, I, I'm not going to say no to anything unless I've tried it. Well, that's not true. <laughs> oh, well, what? Like let's, what? Let's, Name let's, something. There's some limitations there. I'm not going to go there. Anyway. Oh, hold on. I want to find out. <laughs> uh, would, would you um, would you would you go to. Uh, OK, here you go. Here I go. Uh, would you go to. The, the Netherlands and snort cocaine off the butt of a prostitute. Absolutely not. Okay. I got, I got another one for I don't you. don't snort anything. Right. Would you uh, get stuck in the wilderness, um, engage in hand-to-hand combat with a bear, uh, win, slice the bear open, and then get inside of its body to stay warm overnight? I don't think I'd win. Oh. I think the bear would win. Okay. But, but- I would go and I would go try one of those things where you have to eat and forage for your food and all that kind of stuff. Of course stuff. you yeah. would. You're up I for would those try kinds it. of challenges. I try it. Not me. I, I don't want to be able, I want an out if I decide that's not the thing. That's like camping in hell. <laughs> okay, how about this? Here's one. <laughs> would you ever do the milk chug challenge? No, gosh. I ugh. You don't want to do that? I, I don't I will throw up because I need to, but I don't want to purposely try to throw up. Yeah. That's not my favorite thing to do. Right. No. Okay, I got one for you. Okay. Someone said Vegas in the chat, so I'm going to go this way. Would you go to the Cosmopolitan? Mm-hmm. And you know in the Cosmo, they have that cool um, escalator that's actually curved and goes up in a spiral? Yeah. Would you stand on the bottom step and then put your tongue on the handrail and the <sighs> entire ride up, you just lick the handrail all the way up? Would you do that? Uh, Never kiss me again, but would you do it? I don't think I would only because it's Vegas. Yeah. I don't know what else has been on that handrail. Kim makes a good ooh. Kim makes a good <laughs> point. All right. Well, you know what that means, folks. It means that we're done here. There's our music. Uh, we're going to get out of here, and it was way fun. I enjoyed this. That was a lot of fun. Love you all. Thank yeah. you for listening. Yeah, we'll be back, uh, gosh, uh, next Thursday. Next Thursday. 5 p.m. We'll put it in the schedule, so it'll be permanently there. If you're interested in more of this stuff, go to frogpants.com. Soon enough, we'll have a posting there, and you can find all this stuff. Again, we'll do it for about an hour, which is what we've done today. And uh, and we love it. Uh, don't we? We do. I do. We like it a lot. Uh, if you have any questions, though, you can email me, uh, email me and it'll, uh, it'll be coming to the show because I'll know what you're talking about just by going to either frogpants and use the contact page, or you can email me at scott at frogpants.com. We'll be happy to answer your questions. 
And next week, maybe we'll get some callers. Thank you, Daniel, for testing that out. I appreciate it. If you have any questions for me, send it to the same place, and I will do my best to get to all of it. Yeah, well, we'll get to them. That's that's what we do is we get to them. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Thank you all for listening once again. Thank you. See you soon. See you next week. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Hi, this is Kristen. And this is Jen from My Mom So Hard. And we're here to talk about By Heart. Do you remember when you were nursing and you were like, I want to give the best thing I can to my baby? Well, we've got that for you. It's called By Heart, and it is a infant nutrition company built from the ground up to deliver real innovation on behalf of babies and parents. Curious about By Heart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com slash podcast with code MOMS20 for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. Tell my mom so hard sent you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.